0: so hi welcome the Good to podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with
1: i'm teddy uh, from catch your
2: breath
0: and we're some, some questions to say about their new album shame on me so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to it so far
1: it's been, been great people are loving it we're getting a lot, lots of comments and uh their is yeah, sponsors, sponsors doing really well and really happy with uh the turnout of how it how it's all going
0: oh yeah, Hell yeah. The, the album fucking
1: rips
2: it's fucking it's <laughs> so fucking good <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you
0: And you know as we were saying earlier chatted at the top of the year about dial tone and it's just been the waiting game since then I mean we chatted you guys were finishing up the record then so yeah. um, was that like how long you guys sat on it like in total 10-ish months
1: um, yeah we started doing the, the record uh, in like December into January that's like I think January is when we finished all the songs and then then we released it in October or a couple two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, and um, in terms of like the release, like the the rollout was like basically a single a month. At least that's what it feels like up until October. So was it just kind of as the songs were getting finished, they were getting put out? Like what what kind of turnaround time was it on like the mix and the master to to have singles coming out that fe- that soon after finishing the record?
1: Yes, yeah, so everything was pretty much done uh before we did the single releases like the the song releases up to the album mm-hmm. everything was uh recorded you know polished mixed, and mastered everything was done um and then you know then we did the the releases up to the album okay so it was I... all pre-planned
0: okay. okay makes sense
2: cool so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art
1: yeah um sh- shame on me um of course that's like one the first like you know, the track title for the song that we did like it feels like a long time ago now. Um Shame on Me just fits so well with like the overall encompassing uh I guess like theme and um, emotion, I guess. We we try to come up with many different titles and original titles and unique titles, but it all fell short. It didn't feel like it was the right move but uh shame on me was like okay that's it's like if it fits everything that we talk about and our you know our sound it's like it just fits well with the the emotion
0: of, of songs yeah sure. and the cover art mm-hmm.
1: cover art uh the cover art that was all to be honest that was all our um our executive Photographer guy, Aaron Marsh. He did like I work for like you know, Me yeah. the horizon and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just trusted him with like the creative process of that part. Like, hey, this this is our message. This is uh, you know, all right, the emotion. This is the title. This mm-hmm. is what it's about. These are the songs are about. Here are the lyrics. You know, here's the songs. We want you to create something that's um, encompasses the that mm-hmm. entire record yeah and he's like "I," and then he's like boom like oh this is perfect let's go and yeah it was great i it love when
0: out. i love when artists will give the the art person just like the record and be like here is everything now you you show us in visual what you think this album looks yeah. like that's fucking yeah we awesome. make music we don't- <laughs> well i mean in 2023 i mean by 2025 you might have to make r2 because now you got to be a fucking short form content creator too so
1: that's
2: true <laughs>
0: yeah um, i mean,
1: yeah we, we, yeah, we, we did pretty well with the with, with our content as well
0: yeah and now you know since we're on that topic like how are you guys balancing that like you know the music as well as having to be on tiktok and the short form and whatnot
1: yeah um well luckily i i live on tiktok i'm on tiktok like maybe seven hours a day um so it's easy for me just to like just incorporate the band stuff with just being on tiktok already Mm -hmm. and uh trying to farm impressions and trying to engage in the community and stuff um but as far as the content stuff um i already have a good idea of how content works on tiktok along with our, our record label we uh go back and forth with uh pitching ideas and uh getting on trends and stuff and uh they really help us uh i guess stay on a schedule or like an agenda yeah. a, a calendar and then um yeah we just have a group chat with uh the, the label and uh and then us and then we just go back and forth with uh ideas and and then yeah and i i edit all the usually i edit, edit all the videos except like the last couple oh.
0: but makes sense
1: yeah editing is pretty quick for me i guess because i've been doing it for a while yeah.
0: that's awesome yeah you're you're one of the first artists that we've spoken to when asked that question it's just like it, it's like almost kind of a second nature of you in a sense you're like i'm already on the app like most artists are, are like as much as they got their start on tiktok they're like anti-tiktok mm-hmm. once Very they start right. to get the following because they're like well now i just want to be an artist which fair enough makes sense mm-hmm.
1: yeah it definitely makes sense um but you know in this, in this new age of consume consuming and entertainment, you you have to be you know always keeping up and you know you have to be relevant. And if you're, if you're not posting all the time or you know being active online, you're gonna be forgotten. And it's just it's just sad reality of how the world works now.
0: Absolutely. So can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for the record?
3: Um, our writing process kind of changes from song to song. Uh, most of the time, we have. You know some uh, some riff ideas we usually wait to put uh like lyrics into the paper and some hash out uh vocal melodies while we're there just because we're all together and it's really hard to do all that remotely um so that's typically like how our songwriting process
0: goes yeah right. makes sense
2: uh, so what song off this album took longest to write and which one is each of your own personal favorite
1: from all the songs on the album would have to be Dial Tone. But if we're not counting Dial Tone, um, I guess what, what, what song that we took the longest to write? Uh, probably
3: probably You Should Know Why, because it was like the last song we wrote, remember? In like the last three days, we were like, I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to go home. Was it You Should Know Why? I don't, I don't yeah, remember. I yeah, you, you Should Know Why was the very last song that we wrote for the album, and it almost didn't happen, but it ended up being like, one of my favorites so that's i'm awesome. glad we did do it all right wow
2: so the all longest right. album uh, the longest song off the album took three days to write yeah that's yeah. short usually <laughs> we hear like oh my god we we're cracked at this one for months but you guys three three <laughs> days is not bad in my opinion i mean
3: <laughs> I, I feel like if it takes you like three months to write a song especially now yeah uh, you probably like don't know like the equipment you're using or something you know like you you don't know how to use pro tools or cubase or whatever it is you know Mm -hmm. but but i feel like that's really like the only i feel like it took a long time to write songs a long time ago because like you had to remember everything Mm -hmm. you couldn't just go to your laptop in your room and track down your idea and then forget about it and come back and go like oh yeah that's what i was doing you know Mm So like now I think songwriting is a lot more faster and streamlined and like the hardest process to me is probably lyrics.
2: Lyrics. Okay. So were the three days just trying to hammer out the lyrics was like everything instrumental wise kind of?
3: Yeah, mostly it was, it was mostly me just being like,
0: (laughs) you're like, I just want to fucking go home. And they're like, no, we need one more song out of you, Josh. One more. more.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Basically.
0: (laughs) And um, favorites off the record
1: um man if we're we're including dial tone which is that's like my all-time favorite song um at the moment but um i guess that songs are not singles probably cold Light." it's like my favorite personal favorite cold light and my confessions nice
3: i'm a big fan of cycles and you should know why
0: you should know why it's a banger yeah
3: yeah mm-hmm. um, i told you it ended up being one of my favorites i'm glad we actually did up. oh
0: yeah. yeah i'm glad you don't have like negative emotions connected to that song you know considering they were like squeezing it out of you yeah
3: no i mean it was like it was our first time like going and doing like a full body of work uh before then it was always like very single focused not to mm-hmm. say that the album wasn't single focused, because I, in my personal opinion, the album's nothing but singles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think like it wasn't. I knew it was going to be challenging, but like I was so ready for it. You know, like like yeah. we were all very ready for the real challenge of like what an album actually took because we'd never got to do it before. Absolutely, and, uh, and it ended up being super fun. Uh, we learned a lot and. I think the the best part was is we made an awesome album and it was a great time doing it.
0: Hell yeah. Fuck
2: yeah.
3: Um
0: yeah. so did the track list for the album come about. Did you guys write the open be the opener, close be a closer, shuffle around and see what fits? What was that process like? Really,
1: we really have much say on that, to be honest. <laughs> We're being open and transparent. Mm-hmm. Well, I I did uh, I did the track listing with Nico. Oh you did?
3: I did it behind uh, my back. <gasps>
2: Ooh.
1: Uh, Wow. The truth comes the out. The drama <laughs> that we're dropping. The drama. <gasps> I'm, I'm liquidating the band account. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we, uh, so like the track listing came
3: to like, I wanted to open up and it didn't have to be no evil, but I wanted to open up and be like, hey guys, like this is the catch your breath that you remembered. We just remodeled it. Mm-hmm. And like, so I wanted to give them like, you know, what you've been hearing, like the ricochets, the criminals, the fades. So we opened up with a song like that so that it felt like catch your breath when you open the song. Now, a lot of people have been introduced uh, to catch your breath and dial tone, which is why it's so far up in the record. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rest of it was kind of me and Nico just going back and forth until we got to the middle of the album. And then we wanted my confessions to be like the interlude mm-hmm. of like. Because it, it's like the most different song on the album, I would say, out of everything that we did. Um, and then after after that, really, we were both pretty solid on the last song on the album, being "Shame on Me," just because of like that big vocal line right at the end of "Shame on Me" mm-hmm. was like the perfect way to end the album.
0: Absolutely, and. I don't. I don't know if there was any sort of intention behind it, but I. I do appreciate. Obviously, there were a lot of singles for the record, but they are so well spread out throughout the album that it's like you get moments throughout the record with the familiarity, but you don't. It's not all like front loaded or back loaded.
3: Yeah, I can't, I can't remember, and I don't want to drop names, but it was like uh, when I had first like really got into the scene and started getting in the band and I started buying albums. <clears throat> I bought a couple albums that were like all of the best songs were like the first six songs on the album Mm -hmm. and then the rest of it was like they they basically were like put all the good ones at the front and the rest of it just dump them wherever we don't care yeah and i i don't want an album that likes that i want an album that like people legitimately want to listen to from start to finish Mm -hmm. you know And I think mixing up and throwing the singles in there and kind of giving you a chance to hear other things that we do is a perfect way to get someone to listen from start to finish. I
0: wholeheartedly agree.
2: Sure. So would you be able to tell us where Headspace is at while you're creating this record? Chaos. (laughs) Chaos, okay.
3: Chaos. Everywhere, all over the place. (laughs) Uh I don't know. Teddy seemed pretty calm the whole time.
2: Damn
1: yeah i mean it was it was a lot of chaos for tons of reasons um we we were really uh pushed and rushed and pressured to do this record in a timely manner um but resources are limited so we had to like work with what we got and create amazing songs within a short amount of time because because we did songs like you You, You should know why it took like three days but the other songs took like a day or maybe two days
3: 21 guns so, um, to took like 6 hours yeah God damn. yeah yeah
1: so um so we were really like you know it was it was it a was very challenging it was like chaos it was challenging um but we didn't um my headspace was very uh depressing um uh, because during that the first studio session um my uh, my grandmother died and um she was like my mom you know she helped me raise she raised me and uh helped me start my music career with uh buying my my guitar and my amp that I still have and that I used in catcher Birth for a long time um so yeah that that part was very uh it was just like i don't know i always joke 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 about this online with friends and stuff but like we're just a you know a sad boy band Mm-hmm. that's what we excel at that's what we're good at and that's just who we are, we are we're always sad or we're always going through some shit uh, one way or another it's, it's chaos
0: yeah oh, I'm sorry for your loss yeah but I can imagine like just the headspace like the second because it sounds like there were two uh, recording sessions. Cause Teddy, you'd mentioned the first recording session, um, like in that uh, later on, you know, in January, you guys are having a fucking viral moment, but you're locked in a studio 12 hours a day, you know, working on a record. Like it's just gotta be all over the fucking place.
3: 12 hours would have been a short day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Sorry. I was, I was underestimating, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I yeah. mean, it, Partly it was because like yeah you know, we had a lot of work to do, but the other part was because like we're like really good friends with our producer and everyone. That we're, like our whole camp, we're pretty close with everybody. So whenever we're like not ready, we're chilling and we don't think about like how long we're there.
0: Yeah, makes sense.
3: Until it's eight in the morning and we're like, oh shit, we did this sleep noon the day before. <laughs> You're like, fuck.
0: Um, so oh, how do you yeah. recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? should you do in the car with friends and dark with headphones on it is a workout album, party album. What do you guys personally recommend?
3: Man, is it a workout album? Is it a party? It's definitely I wouldn't call it a party album. Uh, okay. but you can, you can party to it. I go for it, you know. Uh I think I think this album is pretty much good for anything. Uh, best enjoyed definitely with headphones on or blaring it in your car so everyone within a fifty mile radius can hear it.
2: Fifty nice. mile minimum or maximum?
3: That's a minimum.
2: Okay. Gotcha. A minimum. Noted.
3: <clears throat>
1: yeah. Don't no, worry, you won't make
3: anybody mad.
2: <laughs> no. no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was loud. That's that's my only recommendation.
3: All right.
2: Wow. Hell yeah! So Jam it one... loud, friends. Okay, as loud as you can possibly stand it. <laughs> uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this record for new listeners in three words. Three words each, six total, no more, no less.
3: Oof. Dream come <laughs> so true.
2: Oh, <Aww>, that's so <laughs> cute. That's love good. It. That's good.
1: I like, that. um, emotional, heartfelt, sincere.
2: Oh,
0: nice. Good. I love it. Um, so can you guys touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this record, positive or negative?
3: I mean, it's been positive and negative at times. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to kind of go with what we, we were told by our good friend, Maddie Mullins. And that was, we're, we're embracing everything. Uh, we're embracing the good. We're embracing the bad. Uh, we're taking everything as it comes and we're just really enjoying the ride because we've just started like the craziest journey of our lives, and we're just here for everything. We want it all, you know. And this is what we've been waiting for and been working for. So like everything that has happened, we fully embraced it, and we wouldn't change anything.
0: That's a great answer. Hell yeah! Oh, um, I do want to just touch on on the touring for a second. Um, top of the year. You guys were, were, were in clubs. Summertime, you're opening arenas for fucking falling in reverse. Was there any sort of anxiety going from the small stage to one of the biggest possible stages in a band's career?
3: Mm. I think the biggest thing is to, like we just didn't want to unknowingly screw up anything
2: mm-hmm.
3: or like, you know, rub anybody the wrong way. Uh, right off the bat. Yeah. I think that was the thing that we were probably most worried about was like, Oh God, is somebody going to say something or is somebody going to do something that mm-hmm. like either they knew they weren't supposed to do or they didn't know they were supposed to do or not supposed to, you know, we were just, we, we, we'd never been in that environment. So we were more, we we're more worried about being able to adjust to that kind of tour where it's like mm-hmm. a huge arena bus tour and we're in like an f-350 ford band you know yeah. like so making sure that we showed up on time and got our stuff in where it needed to go and we were out of the way uh that was like the biggest thing other than that i mean like the performances we were so ready for that we were we I mean, like, I don't know. If if you don't want to, if you're a musician and you don't want to get up in front of 10,000 people and play your music, then what are you doing? Are you afraid of success? This is not the right <laughs> business to be afraid of success. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so I think that was the, the big adjustment. That was for me. I don't know. Teddy might have, you know, been worried about something other than me.
1: Um, For me, like, going from, like, a small club tour with, like, a couple hundred people to... 10,000 people a night that's I was like so ready for that like I wasn't like so much nervous I was just like filled with excitement like I was like so excited just like just just to walk off the side like onto the stage and just see everyone and hear all the cheering and, and, and screaming and shit like that is like I don't know that's always something I wanted and to go from you know from like that being our third tour ever is is wild and just like you know like a dream come true it's it's pretty wild
0: yeah yeah i was so deserved that success and all of the success that's coming to you guys so deserved oh yeah
2: thank you Uh, so for these last couple questions we're actually going to shift away from music if that's okay with you guys okay Cool. All right. So, if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would you be, and why?
3: A peregrine falcon.
2: Damn. Okay.
3: Uh, I don't think they have any natural predators, and they just—I'm pretty sure they're the ones that uh, aren't. Aren't they the fishers, like the really good fishers that dive? I think so. I think that would be cool. Kind of like the bird of the the sky and the ocean, and the freedom of being a bird. Who who hasn't thought about that at least once? Yes.
2: Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe like an otter because they're like really cute. And, uh...
3: <laughs> I just re- I just got reminded of South Park when you said that. I will smash <laughs> you like a rock upon my tummy.
1: <laughs> you get your intros on my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be an otter. Yeah. I, could that. oh, I can see that. I'd be ot- putting oh. on your back, just chilling in your stomach, like. Oh yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um, and for this last question, boom, you're on Desert Island. You can bring one movie, one album, and one person. Who and what are you bringing?
3: Oh, well. <laughs> all right. I got to bring Cammy because she'll murder me on my sleep if I don't say that. Mm-hmm. uh One album? Homesick album by A Day to Remember. So good. Mm hmm. Uh,. <laughs> And movie? Man. Okay. Alright then. I right, I know this is gonna be weird, but it's gotta be an Adam Sandler movie. So okay. good. What about fifty first dates or oh, like I actually, Waterboy?
2: I actually really like Fifty First Dates. That's so like the only Adam Sandler movie I could tolerate. I fucking love That's it.
3: my favorite. It's up there with Waterboy.
2: I have seen that one. What's
0: the plot of that one?
3: He's a, Uh, a, yeah, he's a thirty-one, he's a thirty-one-year-old water boy uh, that's uh, been raised by his mother, like by a single mother, his whole life, and he's never moved out of the house in southern Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And uh, he gets picked on a lot by the football players and has been for years. And then figures out one day that he's a very talented football player himself. Ends up joining the rival football team, becoming a linebacker, and being the big, you know, hometown hero. It's it's actually a really good movie. It's funny beautiful. too. So, yeah, it's it's a good one. Vicky yeah. Valancourt, you'll love her.
2: Okay, okay, I'll check it out. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch
3: it. Definitely have to. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. All right, Teddy, your turn.
0: Mm, <laughs> Deep thought over there.
1: Yeah. Good Movies. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna like, I'm gonna go backwards. Movie. I would say. What about the new
3: Demon Slayer? Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but... Probably... I don't know. I'll just say the um, the live-action Death Note movie from Japan, the original. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good one.
2: Yeah. You scared and me. I then... thought you meant the Netflix original. <laughs> I was like, you're the only person oh, no. that actually likes that one.
1: Yeah no definitely not that one um and then album what had to be our album shame on me because it's like the best album i hate you for saying <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if your music isn't your favorite then what are you doing you know yeah if you're not it's your like, number you know, one fan who is you know what i'm still staying with my aunt.
0: <laughs> home a fucking ripper you know yeah <laughs> When uh, I
3: say we have a better album than Homesick, we've made it.
2: Oh? There you go. There you go. Um
1: and then uh person would have to just be Josh. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: All right. Aww. Um so I-, I could
3: serenade him with the songs while he listens to them. Yeah. yeah. There you
0: go. <laughs> Acoustic versions just for Teddy. <laughs>
3: yeah. Aww. Yeah. The Tedward version. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> so as I said that's all the questions I have today is there anything you guys like to plug
3: yeah guys uh, we have a new album out it's called shame on me it's everywhere go stream it preferably buy it off of iTunes but hey do you but stream it
1: uh, come, out, come out to our, our shows on tour we're touring with uh, from Ashes to New the word alive and our boy Echo um, who are those guys never heard of them <laughs>
0: Never heard of those
1: guys. Well, if you haven't heard of them, just come out and sing Dial with us. You know, it's going to be a big party. All those guys are cool and fun, and, and it's going to be a really fun tour.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sons. Guys, been Teddy and Josh from Catch Your Breath, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.